0: As I mentioned, we're glad you're in the house of the Lord this last Wednesday. I'm glad to be here in absence of your pastors, but uh, (coughs) the Lord is here. The Lord is good, the Lord is great. He's still on the throne. And uh, uh, those that are online, uh, we welcome you. If you're a visitor tonight, we welcome you uh, to the uh, CAC to the house of the Lord. We're glad uh, you're here with us. I uh, forget some of this technology uh, that there are people watching online. I had two calls today, and uh, they said, uh, uh, we watched the service uh, online. And uh, I said, who is this? They said, well, we're from the church in Arkansas. And so, two individuals that were watching online, and so God bless all those that are online, whether you're in Arkansas or wherever uh, you are, we're glad that you're here with us. Uh, And as I mentioned, this last uh, service uh, for uh, 2020, we'll be entering a new year, And we believe that it's going to be a better year. We've had a lot of problems and crisis in this last year, but uh, we believe that uh, 2021 uh, will be uh, a new year. But um, I don't want to disappoint you, uh, but uh, I've entitled this lesson, Life is a Battle. And uh, we have been in a battle in 2020. And uh, I'm sorry to tell you, we're going to be in a battle in 2021. Uh, And uh, maybe a different kind of battle, but uh, uh, we're going to be, uh, uh, I'm afraid, in a battle. Uh, And uh, so the first uh, thing I am giving you a. uh, uh, it has a couple scriptures on. If you'd like to mark down some others as we go through. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, uh, go a little slower than I normally go. But uh, uh, there's so much to uh, cover. But the first thing that I, we need is, and we're going to have to have for 2021, is the armor of God. The whole armor of God Uh, in uh, Ephesians the 6th chapter and the uh, 13th verse uh, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So there are... um, uh, just let me name them like they are six pieces of armor but I'm going to name them in uh, what they represent truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation and spirit or the sword of the spirit and I guess that's um, equals six pieces of armor but let's, let's complete it with seven and the seventh it's not armor but the seventh I have which is the 18th verse praying always with all prayer and supplication, so I have six pieces of armor, and then the seventh to complete it uh, is uh, prayer. So we're going to uh, we're going to need uh, the uh, armor of God in uh, 2021 as we have needed it in uh, 2020. Life is full of conflict, struggles. Uh, and uh, war, uh, and believe this or not, but all of us, whether you are a Christian or not, but all of us, especially who are Christians, um, we're just going to have to wage war. Uh, let me show you a couple scriptures. I I don't think they're marked. Sister Jostrand drew this man of armor, and uh, she put down a few scriptures. If you'd like to. Mark down a few more. 2 Corinthians, the third chapter. 2 Corinthians 3, I mean 10, verse 3 through 5. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself uh, against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought thought to the the obedience of Christ. So uh, we're uh, the weapons of our warfare. So we're gonna be in a battle. And um, Paul uh, called Timothy his son, and first Timothy one and verse eighteen, he said this to Timothy, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee that thou by them mightest. War, a good warfare. So he told Timothy, you're my son, but uh, I want you to war a good warfare. And of course, we know what Paul said at the end of his life. I fought a, what kind of fight? Good. I fought a good fight. Thank God. And so uh, he uh, mentioned to Timothy, that uh, you just wage a good warfare. So uh, we're gonna wage a good warfare in 2021, because life is a battle. Ephesians 6, 12, I don't think is on your paper either, but it, it says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against four things, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. So, we're going to be uh, in a battle in 2021. Now, I want to take you, and, and uh, uh, I, I always tell individuals, if you get before Genesis, you've lost me. And if you go after Revelation, you've lost me. But if you stay from Genesis to Revelation, the, the answer is there. There's, we, can, we can look and we can find it. So if you ask me a question, uh, and it's between Genesis and Revelation, we'll find the answer. But if you get before Genesis and you say, well, okay, who created God? All I know is, in the beginning, God. So I'm not going to really worry about before Genesis, or after the book of Revelation. If I stay in there, we can pretty well find our way. But uh, I don't know when this happened, but uh, I want to take you before Genesis. I don't know how long before Genesis. I don't even... can't fully prove that it was before Genesis, but... uh, I believe it was, uh, in Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel 28. And starting with verse 12. Son of man, take up the lamentations upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up to some full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Then 13th verse, and I'll just sum it up. It says, uh, you were in the garden of Eden. Or the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. Music full of music, pipes. Fourteenth verse says, You were the anointed cherub that covereth. And covereth would represent probably in the first few chapters of Ezekiel, he talks about angels that had four wings, two which they did fly, and then two that they covered themselves in the presence of God. So when it talks about uh, this individual here in uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel's talking, uh, we know who it is. It's Lucifer. It describes uh, him, the anointed cherub that covereth. So in the presence of God, he was very close. Uh, There was a covering. Using wings to cover himself from the presence uh, of God, and uh, it says in the fourteenth verse, uh, he, he was on the holy mount mountain of God, so pretty high up. And uh, it says in the fifteenth verse, "Perfect in thy ways, till iniquity was found in thee, till sin, till he became." Uh, rebellious and uh, pride of course motivated him to challenge God uh, because he wanted to be equal uh, with God and so it says in uh, Revelation uh, the 12th chapter of Revelation and this is uh, can we actually say that this was the actual number of the angels, but apparently Lucifer uh, was in a in a high, according to Ezekiel, a high uh, position uh, in uh, uh, in heaven or in God's kingdom. And uh, Revelation tells us in the twelfth chapter and the fourth verse. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. Well, usually they say that is reference to a third of the angels that followed uh, Lucifer, uh, that he convinced that they were not in the right position, uh, that God... uh, uh, God didn't give them. And if I am in this, if I'm equal with God or I'm above God, then I will ge- I will put you in this position. So a third of them uh, followed uh, Lucifer in his state of rebellion. Uh, and they draw that from a third part of the stars, stars representing angels that... Uh, uh, fell uh, when the Lord uh, cast them out of heaven. Uh, let me read you another description. Now, uh, I mentioned to you uh, that I don't know when this happened, but apparently it happened before Genesis 1 1. How long? And uh, when I, as I said, when I get out of Genesis, I'm kind of out on a limb. I don't really can't tell you from when this actually happened, uh, but it probably happened before uh, Genesis uh, uh, 1-1 that we have. Look uh, in Isaiah, the 14th chapter, and beginning at the 12th verse. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Lucifer, Lucifer means morning star, morning star. He's not the bright and morning star, just a morning star. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which did us weaken the nation? And so now we get into what he said. Uh, the 13th verse. This caused him his pride and uh, this iniquity or sin. It said, we call it the five declarations. Uh, uh, I call them, uh, I mentioned uh, last Sunday, proclamations. He says, I will ascend unto heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will, this is 13th verse, I will sit Uh, also upon the mount uh, of the congregation I will ascend above the height of the clouds 14th verse I will be like the most high I will I will I will I will Uh, he uh, pride got a hold of him and so he's saying I'll just be equal with God. St. Luke 10th chapter and 18th verse says, Luke said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall uh, from heaven. We are in a battle, and we'll be in a battle in this, Next year, because life is a battle. And uh, I gave you that copy of the armor. We read about that. The Lord had a battle. I'm not above the Lord. Satan challenged him. Satan will challenge us in this next year. He's not afraid he challenged, if he challenged God, he certainly would challenge us. And so uh, what do I need? I need the armor of God. I need salvation, I need righteousness, I need truth, I need faith, I need the uh, spirit, Uh, I need, uh, which is the sword of the spirit and I need uh, peace. I have to have on the armor. If I'm going to make it in 2021 I will need the armor of God. I'm going to have to clothe myself every day in his armor. As I mentioned, if if the devil would (coughs) challenge God he certainly will challenge us and in fact uh, in St. Luke the uh, uh, I think it's the fourth chapter fourth chapter second verse being forty days tempted of the devil and in those days he did eat nothing and when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the son of God, command this stone, that it be made bread. So Lucifer challenged God, the devil, after the Lord entering into the ministry and and. Uh, fasting praying and naturally uh, hunger hungry and uh, who comes along but the devil to challenge him again Jesus so challenged God Jesus facing a battle and so what does he do but uh, three times Quotes from Deuteronomy, the word of the Lord. Let me give you something. See, I shall not tempt the Lord. Goes back to Deuteronomy and gives uh, the word out. And so, uh, devil tries Jesus. He finds himself in a battle with Jesus. with the devil. And in fact, uh, James tells us that uh, we need to resist the devil and he will flee. So is he going to challenge us? Yes. Uh, uh, Whether it's doubt fear whatever and I, and I, I was thinking well yes sometimes uh, I don't know what's going to take place in 2021 and uh, most individuals don't some will predict certain things but whether they're right or wrong I don't know uh, we'll see but I uh, Why do I want a fear to come upon me uh, worrying about 2021 when it says, God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. I'm going to proclaim his word. Lord, you haven't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind or disciplined mind. So, uh, yes, he will uh, challenge us. And uh, so uh, God was challenged in a battle. Jesus in the flesh, God manifest in the flesh. Here he is, challenged uh, by uh, the devil, and uses the word of God. So, not only will I need, uh, not only will I need the armor of God, I'm going to need the word of God. I'm going to have to have. I'm going to have to be able to proclaim God's word. Say, Lord, it is written. Thank the Lord, you're going to give me strength. You're going to see me through. You're going to help me. Thank the Lord. I'm going to have to be able to proclaim uh, God's word. And uh, one other group uh, in, uh, in Daniel 10th chapter, 12th verse, Daniel 10 12. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel. For from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and 20 days, 21 days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me and I uh, remained there with the kings of Persia. Here is a description in Daniel about angels and apparently the angel that was sent from God to Daniel to help him to understand because Daniel receives these visions uh, about last days. The book of Daniel in the Old Testament is in parallel with the book of Revelation in the New Testament. Very deep in the sense that very difficult for for Daniel to understand what is. So the Lord dispatched Gabriel to help him. And guess who is the prince in power of the air? Uh, Satan. And so here, these angels give this. Uh, uh, Daniel's giving this story that these. This angel Gabriel says, "I was. I was in a battle. See, what? On, and the the wicked angels or the angels that were satanic uh, angels uh, uh, came, and I had to call for Michael, uh, the uh, uh, prince." Uh, And so I called for another angel to come to help him. So uh, we're in a battle. Angels in a battle. Jesus was in a battle. God was challenged. He had a battle. So I need the armor of God. I need the word of God. And uh, I need uh, angels. Now, of course, I, I believe in angels. But I want to read you a scripture that I found in Psalms 47, 40, no, 34 and verse 7. And the angel of the Lord... Encampeth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. If you read this psalm, this 34th psalm, uh, and before that, Dame, uh, the psalmist, uh, uh, David, was, was uh, having some difficulty. In fact, he was in a battle. And so, uh, he starts out, I will bless the Lord. And and, and then he, uh, uh, he, he comes down to the seventh verse. He says, the angel of the Lord. Now, there's uh, a lot about this verse that could be really a complete sermon. First of all, it says angel. And... Uh, of the Lord now there are several places in God's word where it talks about angels but uh, the psalmist said here the angel of God that could be referring to God himself because it doesn't say angels plural it says angel and it also some say that that means a host of angels so if a third of angels fell we don't know how many but a third then there's a lot more good angels that are there angels are ministering spirits sent to help us and uh, I, I'm sure you have and I have we have been helped uh, and wonder well what is it well uh, it could have been an angel dispatched uh, from the Lord to uh, to help us, so it says, the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear Him. That's not being afraid of God. That's being having a respect for the Lord. And so He said, in that they encampeth. Encampeth means that they go in a tent. This is what Israel knew at this time. They, what the psalmist knew. The tabernacle, they lived in tents. They went through the wilderness uh, in tents and uh, with the glory cloud and the pillar of fire by night and that led them. And so they packed up their tents and went. So when he said that uh, the angel of the Lord encampeth, which means he comes permanently to stay. He's going to camp there. He's going to stay Round about them that fear him. Now, uh, let's say that this represents the presence of God. All of us here have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God. If you don't, you need it. 2021, 20, you're going to need the presence of Almighty God. You're going to need an angel. Let's say this, this represented uh, Jehovah, it represented Yahweh, it represented uh, the presence of God. That's what some say when it says angel, the presence of God. I am going to need the presence of Almighty God to encamp right there by me this coming year. You're going to need him. We're going to need that. If you don't have, and you say, what is the, the presence of the Lord is the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. When he Comes to encamp uh, within us. He comes to stay. He comes to be there, round about them. Thank God. What's going to get us through this year will be the armor of God and His His presence. Thank God. Will be the Spirit of the Lord that's going to carry us through this next year. Thank the Lord. When why? Because life is a battle. I'm going to need. I'm going to need. Thank God. The presence of the Lord to encamp around about me to be there, whatever I do, wherever I go, whatever happens, I'm going to need the presence of Almighty God. And so, when I uh, I when I looked at this, I thought, well, of of uh, this 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 new year, uh, I need the armor of God. I need the Word of God. I need the presence of God to get me through. Thank God. And if the Lord uh, dispatches an angel uh, to help me uh, get through something uh, because they're ministering spirits. In uh, probably uh, your pastor was uh, six years old, maybe seven years old. Uh, I was pastoring in Illinois and I was a buyer for Sears and Roebuck uh, of young men and boys clothing and uh, had several sales men and ladies that worked uh, there and uh, uh, and I was managing that department plus pasturing in uh, Greenfield and uh, I was uh, there one evening and uh, uh, the store was open till nine o'clock. And uh, I uh, was waiting for some of the salesmen to come in so that I could leave. I was getting ready to leave. And in uh, the store was near uh, a, one of the main streets, and along, plus, the, I would, my department was on the side of the building, and there were a plate glass windows almost as large as one of these sections of the wall all the way there and right inside there was probably a four foot ledge about a foot off uh, the ground and we had mannequins and displays all along that and down in front of the store uh, there was uh, some displays and my department was in on about the middle of the building. And uh, uh, I was talking, uh, (coughs) like we'll say that was the the building. I was just a a few feet from the plate glass window. There was a counter of clothing there, uh, and uh, I had my back to the window. And uh, I was standing there talking to an individual that was out in the aisle and a customer, and waiting for these so that I could go home, waiting for a salesman to come so I could go home. Anyway, I was standing All of a sudden, there was an explosion. An individual was trying to park a car outside, and somehow the accelerator got stuck in the... uh, uh, down to the floorboard, and the individual was backing up and going to park, and when she did, went up over the curb and into the store, and guess where she went in? Where I was standing. I had my back, and there was an explosion. The plate glass the mannequins up. The car came into the store and was sitting up with the wheels still spinning because it was on the little ledge where we had the display up into the exact place where I was standing. Firemen came immediately. Police came. Sirens and all of that. The president of the company came down, rushed down. People were screaming, hollering, and paramedics came in. And some of them saw where I was standing, and they said, "Mr. Jostrand's over there, probably underneath the car." And mannequins were crumbled. I mean, they were just broken up all over the floor. And uh, they, they were hunting for me. And guess what? I was on the other side of the store. And the president of the company came down, and uh, paramedics said, I walked over. I said, What happened? He said, look, your department's almost ruined. The car came in, glass. Where I was standing, there was a ton of this heavy glass all over the floor. And I looked down, and one of the paramedics said, you got a scratch on your hand. And I looked down, a little scratch there, and he wiped it off. He said, are you all right? The president came and said, Mr. Joel Strand, you need to come up to the office. He said, do you know what happened? I said, no, sir, I don't. But they told me you were standing right there where that car is and tons of glass all over. I said, yes, sir, I was. He said, come up to the office. I went upstairs to his office, and he sat me down. He said, I know you're in shock. And he said, but I want, I, want, I want you to tell me what happened. I said, sir, I don't know what happened. He said, well, how did you? They told me you were standing. How did you get over there? I said, I don't know, except apparently God sent an angel down that moved me from one end of the store to the other end. I said, I don't know how I got there, but I said, I see I got a little scratch here on me that tells me the Lord let me know you were there. Thank God. But the presence, you need the presence of God. Whether he dispatches an angel or not, I need. Let's just say it was God. God just took me out of there, moved me to the other side of the store. and I." I didn't know what had happened. I just heard an explosion. My back was to that. And he said, and he looked at me and said, well, you know what? He said, I believe the Lord just moved you out of that way. And God, I said, yes, sir. I believe that. God did. So folks, this year I need, I need the armor of God. I need I need the Word of God. I need the presence of Almighty God. And then I believe we're going to have a year, thank God, that God's going to bless us. Thanks the Lord. Whatever you want, hang on. Hang on to the Word of God. Hang on to the presence of God. I need that in my life. I need God to thank God. I don't know what may, may happen. and That's not the only time I've had the presence of God come down in a miraculous way, and and I can't explain it, but I know God's able to move. He's able to uh, do things, and and some of us have been near accidents when God will change things up immediately. And you say, how did that happen? I don't know, but either he's a special angel, thank God to move me, and in fact, I tell individuals if I have some angels, I don't know who they are, but if I've got an angel and they encamp, thank God around about us that fear him. So we, if we have an angel, I keep mine mighty busy. But uh, praise God. <laughs> thank the Lord. But oh thank God for his presence. The word of God. The armor of God. I need it. Praise God. You need it. Are we going to get through this year? Yes, we'll get through it with the armor of God. His word and uh, his presence. Or Angels that encamp around about us, and I need them. And I say, Lord, uh, if I have one and I wear them out, send me another one. Thank God, but I need angels to encamp around about me to keep me. Thank the Lord. Is God able? Yes, His presence is there with us. Thank God, I need Him. There's. Uh, are, are you going to sing that song? Good, thank God. If you, you know, I'm an old timer, so this is this is an old song. So if you don't know it, uh, maybe they'll sing it a couple times, uh, and uh, you might learn it. What's the name of it? I'm on the for my Lord. I'm on. What kind of field? The battlefield for my Lord. So we're on the battlefield. For the Lord. Thank God. Paul told Timothy, You're going to be a good soldier. War a good warfare. Thank God. Let's sing it.